Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we are back talking about new metal guys coming off a of theme month which ended up being a very successful theme month. We'll talk about it in about a month and a half when we get to those who tweet, who's tweetings. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the meantime, we're back talking about new metal. We said we got we to gotta listen to some bands that we have never done before. We got to get some fresh meat. And so we're listening to the Union Underground and their album, An Education in Rebellion. We're going to dive all into that. But before we do... We have to talk about our new segment, Who's Getting Into Trouble? Who's in Trouble? You're in trouble. So, there are are a few bands that we talk about that are no strangers to trouble. But one band that not only is not a stranger to trouble, but actively shows up at Trouble's doorstep and says, Ring, ring, we're here. Rom Stein. Rom Stein. (laughs) <laughs> i will never old, say their name right old rummy Romstein. Uh, Romstein is back 10 years off they're back they decide how can we come back in in this volatile climate of 2019 why not release a teaser for our new music video that has us all clad as a as jews in a concentration camp period detail accurate all with nooses around our necks about to die. Why not just release that as a 10 second teaser and then just, and then just walk away. That's what they did. People are losing their minds. Everybody's upset. I watched the teaser and I went, Ooh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. So they dropped the whole video. It's a nine minute video. So it's an investment. It's an investment. It is Rammstein. Through history, the song is called Deutschland, and it seems to be, and I did not look up any translation. I just watched the video, let the images wash over me. It seemed to be a bit of a history of Germany. They are playing all various types of people. They're also doing some badass shots walking in front of an exploding Zeppelin, which I feel is also a reference to their name because it was the... Rammstein uh, Massacre or something like that. I don't remember. This isn't a Rammstein episode. In any event, watching it all in context... The they, Hindenburg was called the Rammstein? No, there was, another, there was another Zeppelin, Zeppelin accident. accident. Yeah, oh, more than one. Yeah, more than <laughs> one. Zeppelins. Mm-hmm. Don't get in one. Yeah, period. That's Absolutely. It. So, uh, in any event, it's a, it's a very uh, ostentatious, over-the-top video. I'd expect At, nothing less. At one point, a woman French kisses Till, but the twist is that it's Till's severed head. Um, At another point, Till is full of arrows. At another point, there are spaceships and there are lasers. Um, The aforementioned scene where they are all dressed as Jews during the Holocaust. Um, Half the band is dressed as Jews. Half the band is dressed as Nazis. Eventually, the Jews get guns, and then they circle up all the Nazis, and they blow all their heads up graphically. It's a nine-minute video. There's a lot going on. I don't know if, you know, they're fine now that I've seen it in context. It was a lot. Uh, The song song with the video, I was like, killer. Great. The boys did it again. Listening to the song today, Sans video, 
this is fine. It's got a cool riff in it. Flake's doing some stuff with the synth that I enjoyed, but I, it's not a, it's not as good as that video where Till cut a hole in his cheek and put a light bulb in his mouth. Not as good as that one. I don't know. It's what hard to top that. Hard to top it. So that's just getting in trouble. Also, we've got to talk about who's touring. Who's touring? Who is on tour? So this is a bit of old news that we neglected to talk about, mm. but there was. There was buzz. Corn was buzzing. They said, keep an eye on our Facebook. We got some news. So, Roach Coach, we, our eyes are on it. Jenny, your eyes were on it. Yeah, we're always on it. What happens that Monday? I was betrayed. We, I got, was, we got fucking chained is what happened. <laughs> I got Alice in Chains pretty hard uh, because Corn and Alice in Chains are going on tour together. Wow. So I, for one, your dream ex- come true. It was my dream come true. I was like, this is great. But I have, and, and it's funny as I have no one to go with, though. I texted our good friend, Josh Toomey, and I said, hey. And he texted me back, don't Allison change me, bro. There we go. And I said, man, man. this is this is crazy. That's some sweet solidarity. Well, if you want to come up to Detroit, I'm sure that Sweet Mitchell would go with you. He... Allison changed me so hard this weekend that uh, I can only imagine. He's like, here <laughs> are my specific favorite Alice in Chains songs and started playing them. And I was like, why are you doing this to me? I was sitting on the couch relaxing and he just was like, okay, so this song is cool. And I was like, I don't like this music, Mitchell. Please. What, what what were the songs? Do you remember? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, man. That's when you know the hate is deep. I don't even hate it. I'm just like, I don't care for this. <laughs> it is a solid pass. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a no thank you. Thank you. He was cleaning the kitchen. So if he had, I was like, I'm not helping. So I guess <laughs> this maybe yeah. is my punishment and I will accept it. But that's his, that's his cleaning music, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure he'd go with you. Oh, man. All right. Maybe I'll shoot him the old text. Now we got to talk about who's tweeting. Who is? Who is? So we got an uh, email. Oh, wait. wait. I say who's tweeting. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, <laughs> who is? I got so scared there. <laughs> who's tweeting? Who is? All right. We got an email from Noxious Baz. He had to say, Hello. I just discovered this podcast on the New Metal page on Reddit, and what can I say? This is awesome. Many thanks for this wonderful show. Listening my way through every episode, I was also wondering if you guys could help me identifying a band. I've searched everywhere on the internet, used music recognition software, tried Googling lyrics, asking on forums. I've never uncovered anything else about this band, whoever they are. Any ideas? Many thanks and cheers, Baz. And he included a YouTube link to a basically a video i believe it's a final fantasy don't dynasty ask me Dynasty warriors three dog not even see i'm so far off uh dynasty warriors three set to this new metal song i did not recognize it um i don't think any of us know what it is we're putting it out there to our listeners can we identify this new metal song
this move. Get activated. Whoa. Chains does bro. I uh, can't get a break. Oh boy. We'll put the whole uh we'll put the link up on uh Facebook and uh Twitter. But if you recognize that, let us know. Let Baz know so we can put this mystery to the end. As you can tell, apparently it does include some Allison Chainsing, if that helps. But help us out, help Baz out. Jenny we got a we got a message from Jaeger? We sure did. Uh Jaeger says listening to the Queen of the Damned episode, Jenny says she's a fan of the Mighty Ducks. That's a fact. There's a Mighty Ducks podcast that's been going on for nearly five years and it's Quacktastic. Check out Quack Attack Pod. I will. I uh I scoped it out today. Thirty minute or less episodes, Jenny. Okay, respectful of our time. Yep. Not us, though. Not, oh, not us at <laughs> all. Mm-mm-mm. Are we respectful of your time? No. no. Mentioned in many Reddit forums. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait till we get to the cure feedback. We got <laughs> fucking roasted, everybody. <laughs> uh, we also got some feedback for our pitch shifter episode. Yes, we did. Uh, Greg Alexander Neville says David Bowie had BowieNet, which wasn't just a website. It was an entire ISP. Also, how dare you? One Outside and Earthling are classics. Classics. You've been heard. You've been heard. You've been heard. Alejandro said, listening to this episode while working out, and if this isn't a sign that my gym bathroom gets it, and he included a photo from the bathroom, not graphic, of the... Basically, the item that holds, I don't know, is this toilet seat covers, I'm assuming? Looks yes. like it. And it says, new bath, N-U. I'm going to say it. Your gym gets it. They get it. I said, hearing the mention about another theme month, I'm all for the soundtrack month. After that, I think it's time to break out the genius list and do the genius month. And then he listed four people. And then uh, this is when it got crazy. Alejandro went off the rails here. He said, one, Burton C. Bell. Sure. Self-proclaimed genius. Two, Daryl Palumbo. Getting wild. Number three, Scooter. I'm hurt. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. And then number four, David Draymond. Genius. Genius. And then he said, let's settle once and for all if they are worthy of entry into the Genius Canyon. A canon. Canyon. <laughs> the genius can here's the thing. Genius a couple canyon. Here they here's a couple here's what's gonna happen. <laughs> two two of those guys are in the genius canon, and two of them have been pitched into the genius canyon. There you That's go. Right. <laughs> um we also got a tremendous amount of comments. Um we just kind of consolidated them telling us that we should have done deviant by pitch shifter. Instead, it's more new metal. You have been heard. And that is it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting. 
Facebooking, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Get everything Roach Coach, every episode over at roachcoach.com. The album of the week, An Education in Rebellion by the Union Underground. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on July 18th, 2000. That's the thick of it. Thick. Of. Um, it. it. So, any history with the Union Underground, Jenny? Uh, No, I don't think so. The name sounds familiar, but... I'm not sure if that is because it's been suggested to us or there's a, what's the Allison Krauss thing? The Union Railroad? Union Station? Union Station, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, I don't think so. Listening to it, it, it sounded vaguely familiar, but um, no real history. How about you, Lauren? Uh, I recognize the name. The album cover is very familiar um from my best buy days july 18th 2000 yeah man i was there i was in the thick of that first day that in sync no strings attached went on sale i was there i was working the register it was madhouse i was there for all the eminem marshall mathers lp spring summer 2000 best buy i saw all that shit go down in the flesh wow you should write a book i should write a book (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about all the people who came up and bought albums, and I wrung them out. Anyway, so yeah, so <laughs> I said, get out of here. You could call it Best Bought. <laughs> just, Ooh. That's, Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I yeah, can't believe I'm you're giving that one away. I'm just warming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so this was uh, there was familiar. The one single, uh, it had an immediate tinge of, I've definitely heard this, Um Matt Nas, Union Underground, any history? Definitely used bin staple. I've heard I've heard the hit because once I played it and saw the video, I was like, I, I know this one, uh, but I'd never owned the album. Uh, so yeah, saying this is a used bin staple is an understatement. So this was a big thrift. I picked it up from Second and Charles for a very sweet $2.95. You love to hear that. Now... I was like, when I picked this up, I said, man, Don't that is... the Union Underground does. Well, you know what? That's fair. That was insensitive of me. <laughs> I'm sorry, members of Union Underground. So when I picked this up, I thought, man, that's a really that's a really nice thrift. That's a very low price. Since then, anytime I go big thrifting, anytime, oh, I'm n- no hyperbole, I find a copy. I think I've found more copies of this maybe... Than 311 by 311. And Maybe. Devil Without a Cause? See, Devil Without a Cause, I don't always find. I, I feel like I see more copies of Cocky. I feel, like, I feel like Cocky is, is really creeping up on the Kid Rock sellback. You know? Because Devil Without a Cause, it's got Bawa Taba on it. Cocky does not have Bawa Taba on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think some people figure that out. And they went, oh shit. Get it out of here. Jenny, who is in the Union Underground? Uh, the Union Underground is comprised of Brian Scott on vocals, guitar, uh, Patrick Kennison on guitar, Josh Memolo on drums, and John Moyer on bass. Producer on this album, we got four names listed for producer. Whoa. 
You sure do. We've got Brian Scott, Patrick Kennison, Don Gilmore, and Ulrich Wild. Okay. So we got some heavy hitters, and we got some new boys. Those new boys also happen to be members of the band. <laughs> Brian and Patrick. On Turn Me On, Mr. Dead Man, that is produced um, with Don Gilmore. Uh, South Texas Dead Ride, also produced by Don with Don Gilmore. Killin' the Fly, produced by uh, co-produced by Ulrich along with the band, and same with Revolution Man. And then the rest of the band, rest of the album is produced basically by the band. One genre tag here, it says new metal. No right. ifs, ands, or buts. This uh, liner notes, uh, not really that remarkable. We have a young girl on the cover. She looks um, blue. And yeah, to, to hear them tell it, she was just cold and there was no makeup. That's I think that is a lie. <laughs> that's crazy. That's terrible. That's, wow. They were like, it was so cold that she was just this blue. And they were like, take a picture. That's false. If she, if she was that blue, that girl's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, guys. That would be bad news. Um, they found her from an online model search. So, oh. Or no, it was a magazine model search or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, on the back cover, we have, I assume this is the same girl. Um, she's writing the uh, album title in... Uh, in uh why i I can't think of the word in chalk she's writing it in chalk um and she looks very defiant and then we have this picture of the band in the liner notes and i don't know do you think they look new metal here or do you think they look like something else jenny uh they look intense they look like they have more of a Power Man 5000 vibe going on than what I would consider to be a, a straight new metal look. But if you told me that they were in Sponge, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they were. They look like they're walking the like they're, uh, I don't know, going through the transition from being like glammy to new uh, to new or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're right in between because they're not quite um, Motley Crue. They're not quite Drowning Pool or something like that. They're definitely not in like a corn area. There's no, I mean, well, no, this one gentleman here in the corner, he sort of has some dread action going on. Um, but the guy in the center here, I assume, is our lead singer. Yes. He's given us some major, um, I don't know, I, store, uh, store brand Scott Weiland. Mm, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that that's I the vibe that. yeah and then next to him is um you know cvs version nikki six so <laughs> that's what the band looks like um this record successful jenny uh it did all right um let's see it charted on heat seekers it was a top heat seeker Number two, uh, it was on the Billboard 200. It came in at 130. And trying to see uh, how much, how many of these did they sell? Oh, 400,000 copies. Okay. Not better bad. Than, better than anything we've done. That is right. That's true. Uh, all right. Well, then, I think we're ready to dive on into this bad boy. 
Let's do it. We start off with the opening track in Education and Rebellion. I feel like this band is set in a mood. They sure are. I think it's safe to skip ahead to the next song here. Drivel. Got some wiggling going on over here. So we got all this dark artwork. We've got a blue girl on the cover that they're trying to tell us she might have almost died at the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. But then you put the album on and it's a party. We're wiggling. We're moving. We're, we're bobbing our pumped up. We're getting pumped up. This is I'm guys, we're recording this on a Monday night, but I'm thinking maybe we need to finish up and Hit the clubs. Get ready. Let me stand in front of a mirror and put on an outfit. This is getting ready music. Let's get ready to go. Oh, man. Jenny, what'd you think of this song? Uh, I got to be honest with you, Lauren. Not for me. Oh. I, uh, I, this felt like, I don't know. It's not what I was expecting at all. Mm -mm. And I think it really took me by surprise. Like it wasn't bad necessarily. It's just not for me. It gave me like a really strong Power Man 5000 vibe, much like their look did. It's just a little too jaunty. And I don't know. This this is just not music for me. Not music for me. Matt, what did you think? I liked it. All right. I like like a jaunty boy. I do like a I do like a pogo track. This feels like a pogo track. And but it definitely gave me more into the Power Man vibe. Some version of Static X. Not Ooh, Static X per that, se. That's that's more than I would give him. Because I was thinking I was getting some Manson Rob Zombie vibe on the verses, and then the chorus I felt went straight to Stuntable Pilots. Okay, like I would take that. That that and and it was very smooth. But the funny thing about it is, I wrote that it's smooth and sturdy, which I think is part of the jauntiness. Um, it's kind of butt rocky, but it doesn't feel super dumb because it's fun. It's it's this weird line where we're you know defining what is and isn't butt rock, but there's I feel like there's like the worst kind of butt rock is like really self serious stuff like Daughtry or something like that, Ooh. you know. Yeah. And these guys are like, and well, for one, Matt, I saw you do it. Every f bomb, you you smile, pure joy. Yeah. Every f bomb is a total. 
just like load up all your friends man i'm tripping like a fuckhead what a great opening line i'm on board i'm here i'm ready to go um i mean you know what maybe maybe it's not getting ready music you guys maybe and i know we're only on really the first song but maybe is this is this jeep music oh yeah okay this is big time jeep music so quick question is this one of the ones that they produced themselves yes okay it sounds like it (laughs) the mix is his vocals are kind of washed away in that mix now interesting now if we're going to talk about the mix same person mixed the whole album and the mixer is a big name brendan o'brien what brendan o'brien mixed this album Remind me what else he's mixed. He uh, mixed, so mixed, I can't, but produced. He produced the second and third Rage Against the Machine albums. Okay. He produced, um, I'd say, what, half of Pearl Jam's discography? Yeah. Versus Vitology. Yeah. He was, he was a big part of that. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's the, you know, that's your pedigree there. So yeah, honestly, his was the most surprising name to find on this album credit. Ulrich and Don Gilmore, not so much. Um, that kind of made sense. All right, so we've got a we've got a vibe here. We got, we got a Jeep a, for sure. Definitely a Jeep for sure. But I mean, you could start it. You can start it in. Here's the thing: Just put it on, pick out your outfit, then transfer it to the Jeep, put it on the aux cord, get it going. What's next? Uh, South Texas Death Ride. just took the t-tops off my uh camaro (laughs) i am blasting some union underground the sun is shining i'm feeling pretty good about myself my boy lauren's (laughs) in a jeep next to me this is definitely a song for vehicles (laughs) this is a band for vehicles i wrote in my notes this is a chorus right here my god Come on, come on, come on. Get up, get up. South Texas death ride, you motherfuck. I'm pumping my fist with you reading it. <laughs> How exciting. That's one where it's like writing it down. It's like, can paper contain this? <laughs> uh, I also wrote New Metal Baby. Yes. Oh, boy. Um. There's a, a little bit of proto Lincoln Park wrapped verse going on with some of the Whispery Boys. The the chorus is Manson esque, 
but still very new metal. I am here for it. The roof of any vehicle is not. You got to get rid of that roof. You got a car with a roof, get rid of it. it. Get it out of there. Jenny, thoughts on South Texas Death Ride? Uh, I thought this had a catchy chorus. I thought it was all right. I'll tell you what I did get, though. Hmm. Two cheeks. This Ooh. felt like butt to me. Ooh. I've been getting I I've been getting butt from the moment I heard this album. I'm like, I don't know how to I don't know how to describe where its butt is, but it's butt. I can feel the butt. Well, I do know where the butt is, actually. I'm fully prepared for when <laughs> <laughs> the crack is revealed. All right. Okay. All right. Are we ready uh, for the next one? Oh, yeah. This is their big single, Turn Me On, Mr. Dead Man. Penetrate, penetrate all the simple minds. They adore what a bore, how they stand in line. Dilate, dilate, what's my drug of choice? It's okay when they pay, they say I got the voice. Look at this, a motherfucker is a millionaire. It's a mess that you wear Violate, violate Such a simple plan To be on, to be on Mr. Dead boy Jenny why don't you start us off your thoughts on Turn Me On Mr. Dead Man Uh, this sounds like the kind of song that would be on the radio it reminded me of Power Man 5000 Yeah, I thought it was pretty good Um, something that I struggle with this band is like I don't it feels like it was like this kind of music is popular we're going to make an album about it more so than it seems like authentic to me fully mm. there's there's some element of meaning it that's missing for me mm. i don't know i'm curious what you think about that either one of you so i thought it was interesting this is another band uh much like uh the trust company where i said oh man how many union underground records i have these guys made like I'm thinking, I'm expecting to see a pretty long discography of these guys pumping one out every two to three years. This is the only album. Then they broke up. Hmm. It's very surprising to me. This strikes me as money in the bank. But then when you say that, you're like, you know, is there any more to this than that? And I think reading through the history of the band, I mean, it sounds like you know it was organically, you know, these two, uh, Brian. Uh, Brian Scott and Patrick Kennison. They met in junior high in San Antonio, Texas. Came up together. They made an EP. They got caught uh, interest with the major labels. And then they they rounded out the band with Josh and John. And so I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe it may be a situation of just that they were coming in. They're, you know, the record comes out in 2000. So we're well past, you know... Corn is established. Limp Biscuits established. Everybody's established. And so now we're in that second wave of new metal. And you're sort of, where do you want to slot in? And 
you can sound yeah like you're just sort of doing a played out sound at this point you know because i mean at this point i mean what isn't that we're two years removed from power man's peak right i don't know i'm pretty sure power man was already yeah so i'm saying like we're two years yes i'm saying like we're two years past power man yeah, yeah 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 so so I mean that might just be that because because I I didn't necessarily get a phony vibe from this uh, necessarily because um, I felt like lyrically they seem to be writing from a true place mm-hmm. um, musically though I could see, I mean it definitely there definitely were parts where I was that was the thing I was doing a lot of like this sounds like these other guys this sounds like these other guys. And I don't know if they were fully... The thing is that I felt like they were still handling their influence as well, even though I felt like they were still the main thing I would catch. And it was one of those things where I'm like, a second Union Underground record. Maybe. But at the same time, that would have dropped in 2002, 2003. And then what do you got, you know, at that point, you know? And that's when you run the you run the worry of turning into a Daughtry or something like that, or really yeah. going full butt. I wrote some top-tier swearing on this album. Uh, whenever he says fuck it's super great but he does say the other f word in this song and i was very thrown by it and it was just like man 2000 people were just getting away with shit it's nuts songmeanings.com let's go there so commenter less underscore paul assuming it's the real less paul probably said uh, actually, the title is yet another Beatles reference. Turn Me On, Mr. Deadman is what is believed to be said by John in Revolution Number 9 when played backwards. It is supposed to be the clue in the Paul is Dead theory. Okay. Silent Anima, frequent commenter on the site, said, uh, I actually think it's about being a rock star, mil- big rock star millionaire. People pay. They stand in line for your concerts. They like your voice. You can say anything in your lyrics and get kids to understand it or hear it or do anything you tell them to. Penetrate all the simple minds. Maybe about how rock stars only care about money these days and not those fans too. Okay. Fair enough. Makes sense. But then we get this comment from Tito Pimp. Tito Pimp coming in. Tito Pimp is all over these comments, by the way. All over. All over. Do you want to read this one, Jenny? Uh, Sure. Evidently, we have some Beatles fanatic that sees something about the Beatles in every single song he or she hears. Very few, if any, modern rock songs have Beatles references. Anyway, I have no idea what this song means, and since I don't listen to Slipknot, I wouldn't really be able to make that connection. Uh, There was also somebody that said... Uh, I think this song refers to Slipknot. The lyrics just made me think Slipknot. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's that was from Scuzzball. I think Scuzzball's take was wrong. Yeah, I just like the comment. I just like the line. Very few, if any, modern rock songs have Beatles references. I hey. think that is a misreading. <laughs> that might be. I get why this was a hit. It's got. It's checking all the boxes. Menos. We haven't asked this question in a long, long time. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. But is this song a body? No. Not for me. Lauren, is this a bodies for you? <sighs> it's strong, but I, uh, I feel like they've got about four more 
just like this on the record? I feel like I've already heard two of them. Yeah. And the, I like them. Don't I get like, me wrong. I'm I like it. my fist. I just think, I like it. I think this is a killer track. I think what, and yeah, we haven't said this in a while, but a bodies is like so far ahead the rest of the album that it's like a shining star. And this is just, it's a really, I'd say a really good song by the band, but I don't think it's necessarily like upper echelon of other songs that are on this album. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And it reminds me a little bit of Perfect Drug. Hmm. Mm. Like like the guitar work and the build, kind of a loud, quiet, loud thing. Not mm. a one for one. Again, yeah. I just hear what I hear. So. Hey, you know what, though? That's a bodies. That's the bodies of the Lost Highway soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Up next, we've got Until You Crack. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, baby. Scott, it's it's all right there, right in front of us. Because I've been on this ride last three songs. Yeah. Put it in my Camaro that I don't own. (laughs) (laughs) Get those T-tops off. Oh, yeah. Me and Lauren got a ride tonight. (laughs) Mm. Gratiot Avenue is not going to ride itself. Lauren, he's got the kickers in the back seat. Nothing but rumbles for us. Now I just um, drive a Geo Metro. <laughs> oh. There's no roof, but that's not my Man, if you, if you rode a tracker, that would be so Oh, yeah. Lost. I could take the top off the tracker, too. That's right. Maybe I'll switch to a tracker. Lauren, what do you think about this song? So this one, I thought it had a nice riff. I wrote, we are rocking. It's a good rocker. But it has a vaguely psychedelic angle. And it has what what I felt at my listen a touch of Alice in Chains, but when the Alice in Chains part hit and I watched you guys, I said, "Oh, this is one of those like my pinch is your dump, you know, like doing like a like <laughs> your just do three it. is our eight, yeah, like like just a pinch of Alice in Chains. It's like that's that's already too much. Your pinch is yeah. What was it? What's that line? One man's sip is another man's chug. Like that's the same type of deal." Never so. heard that turn of phrase, but I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's from a Garfield comic book, a comic strip. Yeah. Love yeah. that. I've always yeah. remembered that one. <laughs> that crazy Mauser. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. This song wasn't for me. 
I just can't I just can't deal with like the the layered vocals just kill me. Are you generally not a huge fan of double track vocals like that or just when they attempt to do some sort of or just when they go into that Lane Jerry attempt of harmonizing? I think it's that. Yeah. That's it. Okay. It's 1000% that because it it is a unique style unto itself. All right. Much like capri pants, it is a style that is not for me. You they, guys get it. We get it. Someone gets it. Half of my calf and my ankle is not for your eyes, friends. <laughs> no. I want to wear shorts. I'll wear shorts. By the way, I'll never wear shorts. Me neither. My pasty Midwestern sausage legs are staying. A covered up, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Yes. All right. Up next, we've got Killing the Fly. That's a hard chainsing right there. That is a brutal chainsing. <laughs> Excuses that you're fist pumping lauren that is a rock solid chorus once again i think you like butt rock lauren maybe i do i don't know here's the thing i wondered (laughs) that here's the thing i literally don't know because there is a lot of butt rock that repels me at a level maybe maybe what it is is that this butt rock has an allison chain sheen that is the candy coating I need, you know? Yeah, that's just going to drive me. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's going to make me butt pedal to the metal in my little tracker. And yeah. Go away. So, I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing. I, uh, I think you would agree, though, these guys are better than the Step Kings. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I don't think this is bad. I just think that I don't like it. Okay. I can yeah. see why people like this band, and I can see why people like these songs. They're catchy, mm-hmm. um, but I just people love Alice in Chains. Yeah, and and I don't think they're wrong. I just think I don't like it, and I never want to hear it. And it just so happens that we do this podcast where I hear shit like that all the time, all and the so time. I have to complain. <laughs> I think I I don't know if if I wasn't doing this podcast, other than when Mitch makes me listen to Alice in Chains, <laughs> like. It wouldn't even be an issue in my life. <laughs> I wouldn't 
Think about it. I wouldn't either, because, like, cool, you like it? Go Awesome, have, live your life. Yeah, have the best time. <laughs> Up next, Boggy Depot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, songmeanings.com. Jenny, your site went out of its mind on this song. It really did. There is such an intense discussion on whether or not marijuana is addictive. Mm. And I couldn't tell if we were dealing with narcs or nerds. Maybe both. I got a couple. I got a couple comments. I don't know if you had a few that you liked. Um, oh, you go ahead. Okay, so Tito Pimp, he's back. He said, "Great song. Looks to me this like this song is about marijuana addicts, Mary Bean, Mary Jane, and about <laughs> someone who was able to break out of the addiction and is now watching other addicts and trying to tell them that they're ruining their lives, but at the same time, the reform person is laughing at the stupidity of being addicted." I'm gonna say Tito Pimp is a nerd. I think you're right. MK Punk rolls in says marijuana isn't addictive. I would agree. Indohemian starts off by saying actually, which oh boy. Actually, marijuana is addictive. People just don't notice it. I believe that this song is about drugs and how he doesn't do them anymore because he's lost the craving, but he looks around and sees others ruining their lives. To this, he just laughs at them because he thinks he's better than them due to the fact that he could stop, and they can't, practically making fun of people for their addiction. Wow. MK Punk rolls back in, coming in super hot marijuana isn't addictive some people <laughs> stupidly claim that if it is if it wasn't addictive then people would stop but they fail to realize that people do marijuana because they liked being stoned not because they're addicted sometimes dealers cut hash with addictive substances to keep their customers coming back one reason you should buy skunk not hash but marijuana is not addictive and that's when i said mk punk you a narc maybe yeah and and it really just goes on and on so i guess i think to ask well i think the final word (laughs) is from in ind 3005 oh yes because they they quote read it uh, they quote a, a line from a study says, marijuana has not been confirmed to be physically addictive, unlike nicotine, alcohol, and even caffeine, nor has it been proven to have any long-term uh, malficient effects. And then they give a link to the actual study that was done at the University of Michigan. Uh, and it says, as for a song, I think it's about getting revenge on all the fucks who've had it coming for a long time. Case <laughs> closed. There we go. There you go. The gavel slams down. All right. Well, up next, we've got Natural High. She 
420, puff, puff, pass, bro. Oh, you have no idea, Matt. <laughs> I think... I think we can all say that it's a natural high. Weed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a narc? Yeah. Hey, Lord, pull over the Jeep, man. We got to get a natural high on. Oh, sounds great. Let's get some marijuana cigarettes because I am a nerd. Excuse me, boys. Oh, hey, how are you? I'm fine. You're under arrest. What for? Marijuana cigarettes. I don't have any of those jazz <laughs> cigarettes in my possession. I don't know about that, young man. Hey. That looks sticky. <laughs> the stickiest of the ickiest? The stickiest of the icky. Uh, the... This song, I, I don't even. I don't even care about this song anymore because my website has provided me with a gift. Yeah, <laughs> which is the greatest comment I've ever read on songmeanings dot com. Oh, here, bold here we statement. go. Here we go. Strap in. Uh, okay. Uh, Incubus says, "Have you ever tried giving yourself a natural high? Quite an experience when I did it to myself a few years ago." It's not as extreme as a marijuana high, no, but it's interesting to know that you, yourself, gave yourself a high. The way I did it was stare at a rainbow spiral for half an hour or longer, listening to trippy music, Tool, Lateralius, or Third Eye worked pretty well, and sucked on menthol cough drops. And then IND3005 says, man, you probably just hypnotized yourself. (laughs) 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 Uh... I love that comment so much. Did somebody order something <laughs> funky? I think so. <laughs> I hey think man, they did. I got some rainbow posters if anybody wants to stare at them. Did you, uh, you, you having a hard time keeping up with stuff at, at I got side hustles that have side hustles, baby. All right. Well, I'll take about 3,000 rainbow spirals. <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> It does not surprise me that Funky Ken is resorting to selling magic eye posters at all. I remember I went to Lollapalooza in 93, and one of my friends wanted me to get um, this kaleidoscope. But it was like a kaleidoscope that, you know, nobody knows because I haven't told you yet. But it was a kaleidoscope that looked like a periscope. And it had a straw that would go into your mouth. And you would blow into it, and it would cause the thing inside to spin. And then you would look up at the sun with your eyes closed. Huh. And it would the lights would make all the patterns on your eyes. And guys, let me just tell you, it was a natural high. <laughs> I was also eating a bag of menthol. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, there you have it. I mean, I liked the crunchy riff. The bong rip let me know what i was in for it seemed like i couldn't tell if the song was i mean the bong rip seems to be saying one thing but then i'm like is this a wake up sheeple song too but i don't know it doesn't seem i mean because it's a weed song it feels like it's not uh forceful enough to be a wake up sheeple song um but uh i enjoyed this one speaking as a nerd Speaking as a nerd. Well, speaking as a narc, I think we should move on to the next song. 
Uh, and that is one called Revolution Man. One more time and you'll be dead. At least I think that's what they said. Oh, Forty uh, days won't break a man. Was a bullet in his head. Oh, uh, Another strip club song where the detective walks in. This sounds like that Paralyzer song by Finger Eleven to me. <laughs> oh, there's the chain scene. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's a breakdown. This about Jesus? Mm. Mm. Well, is, Matt. Well, Matt. Is there a little site that might be able to tell me the <laughs> meaning of this song? Matt, songmeanings.com. I didn't expect this album to have so much, not quite fights, just tense discussions. Tense. There was a lot of like, you could really feel the the uh, guy in his basement typing angrily that is not what this song is about enter send with a lot of these comments i want to say before we get to these comments though that this song is two full cheeks fully unveiled (laughs) hanging out the side of the jeep (laughs) this is this song is so butt rock oh boy you're going to get pulled over. They're going to be like, you got to put them cheeks back in the pants, back in the car. And you'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm listening to Revolution Man. And they'll be like, by the Union? By Union Underground? I'm like, yeah. It's like, my bad. I didn't know. You need to crank it up louder so I can hear it over my siren when I go to pull you over. I go, oh, wait. They're just blasting the Union. That's why the butt's hanging out. Oh, my gosh. The, the Wawa on that? Forget about it. It's very butt. Wow, watch go wow, wow. I think you're absolutely right, Matt. This would be playing in a, a movie strip club. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Jenny, what did you think of this song? It just reminded me so much of that Finger Eleven song that that's kind of all I could hear. I safe to say I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I can absolutely see how, if you were into this type of stuff, how this would be like your shit. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I'm, I am certain my mom would dance to this song, for example. I mean, you should definitely play this at your wedding. Oh yeah. No question. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Getting uh, played. Oh yeah. Just on repeat. I, I hope someone is keeping track of all no the DJ. S- no DJ. Mm-mm. 
No, what's the point? Just a Sonos with this on repeat. Just my computer with this on repeat. <laughs> you know, you know what? Really, really, just fuck up the game. Have an Alexa set up so that people could just <laughs> yell at an Alexa to play a song. That'll really just throw it all out I of whack. We'll take that very seriously into advisement. Um, Revolution, man! The year you're underground. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, what did you think of this one, buddy? Uh, I didn't like it. I, I I don't think that the chorus. I didn't think the chorus was bad. I like the chorus. Um, I like when they got there, but at this point in the record, I don't know. This was kind of the slow boy breakdown. It's where it lives, but mm-hmm. it's it doesn't live for me. So this one was uh, produced, uh, co-produced by Ulrich Wilde. Um, this one was a single, had a music video. Jenny, did you have a chance to watch the music video for this boy? I did. Pretty crazy. This is the one with the family stuff going on, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're like on some sort of strange vessel with a raging sun behind them. Mm -hmm. And then they're like bad parents happening. Yep. And so then... All of the homes of all the people who are having domestic issues fill with water, and everyone is thrilled about that. The people that are being that are at the uh, the end of the abuse. Uh, one guy actually, I, this actor, you know, he is earning his day rate because the water floods in, and he's like smiles, like yes, water is filling my bedroom. This is my dream. And all I could think about was, as I've said in the past, you know, people in movies, you know, getting wet in water. I know it's uncomfortable. This guy, you think that he was diving into 95 degree water. Like he looked so happy. Like this is, yeah, this is my dream. Can I get back in the tank again? Yeah. Put me (laughs) back in the tank. You guys need another tank? I'll do it. So all of these people dive into the tank. They all get really dirty and muddy. That was very surprising. That was the big twist of this video because they come out of the water where Union Underground is playing yeah, with the giant burning orb and they're all filthy. Like they were in really dirty water and the band helps them all out and then they rock out together with the band. But those people are dirty. Like they got them legit dirty. Songmeanings.com. We got a couple gold moves here. Gold moves. That's gold moves. Gold, gold moves. moves. Gold moves. Gold moves. Gold moves. So Les Paul, the real Les Paul, taking some time for making guitars, rolled in. He said, I can't believe that no one knows the true meaning of this song. It is about the god of music, John Lennon. Hmm. God of music, John Lennon. So, Zargon... 150. <laughs> you know with a name like that you mean you mean fucking business. He rolls in, he says, All this crap about this beetle and that beetle better end right now. <laughs> he has I've had it up to here. I've had it. I've had it. He says hey, he goes, he has he has Lucy's in the sky in there because it's easy to follow and it is creative, not because of Lennon's giving us an education in rebellion. Anyway, this is definitely my favorite song by the Union. And uh I, I like that, you know, 
the Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds part. It's there because it's easy to follow and it's creative. That's why. Okay? No other reason. All right? What's your problem? <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds? I think it, I why is it in the song? Easy to follow and creative. Get it through your head. So I thought, well, that seems like a pretty, I mean, he's really put his foot down. Wouldn't you say, Jenny? Oh, I would say so, yeah. I'd say that that's, that's it. But then Mally rolls in. It's his favorite song on the CD here. It seems like he's trying to put a Texas spin on the Lennon shooting. It's such a unique perspective to write about. Through the eyes of pure evil. Whoa. Heavy take. Then L. Ronald Hubbs responds <laughs> to this comment. That's a great, great scheme. And he great says, scheme or screen name. Great he, skin name. Great skin name. Put it on me. <laughs> so L. Ronald Hubbs, who has that tattooed across his forehead, says, the man who shot Lennon wasn't evil. He was insane. And I said, I'm always here for songmeanings.com to have the great question of is anyone truly evil <laughs> let's hash it out yes and sam walton came up with a hot rebuttal that was <laughs> sam walton <laughs> yeah, that was rage against the machine bulls on parade was their comment case closed <laughs> oh man all right up next we've got trip with jesus trip with jesus So I was thinking about, you know, our terms for butt rock, you know, and, and really the criteria because you've the got sweet cheeks, the sweet cheeks, but then also just think about, so you've got your new metal and then you, you've got your butt rock, but sometimes it is that in between and really the in between is sheet music. That's the in between, the in between butt rock and new metal, Jeep music, this song is for a jeep this this song feels great when you're peeling out of a parking lot let me tell you if you are in a 7-eleven parking lot and you just got a big gulp and one of those twix that's like four twix and one big twix oh, con- the king size the king size twix put on trip with jesus and peel out look both ways no accidents yeah this song also had the great lyric God is gay. (laughs) 
And you know I'm behind you in my Camaro with the T-tops off, <laughs> baby. That's right. And uh, yeah, so this is this is a this is a classic Jeep song. We are rocking. I wrote it in my notes because it's we a, are rocking because it's a fact. So yeah, at this point, yeah, I'd kind of conceded like we're not going to get much new metal, but we're all set for Jeep trips. Jenny, this is something that I would have had to have listened to in the car of a dude that my friend would have dated in high school. Like this is 100% some shit I'd have to listen to driving in the back of his car. Cause I wasn't old enough to drive yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be stuck with it. And, and if you told me that I had actually listened to this, it would have tracked time wise. Exactly. Right. It's possible that I have heard this album before (laughs) in his shitty fucking topaz (laughs) that he had like, he like the, the shift. What is the gear shift stick thing called? Yeah. yeah, The gear shift stick, (laughs) literally the name or the shifter. He had this old topaz. It was a total piece of shit, but he replaced that with like this chrome, like Cobra one. Oh my god. <laughs> I, oh my god. This is perfect. <laughs> this is his album. Yeah, I I'm like kind of wondering if we did listen to this cuz this is the type of shit he Something Tonka tough that doesn't belong where it is. Oh yeah. No, we used to we used to hang out and like he lived with his ex-girlfriend's mom and we used to hang out in their garage and they were all like much older than us and we'd like listen to shit like this. You and definitely, you definitely like, heard this oh album. Oh God, I hated it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where this took me. That's what I think about Triple Jesus. I love it, Matt Nas. You know what? It's okay. I think the context is right. I think it is. You know, we talked about the campfire, right? So we've got the campfire. Now we've got the Jeep or some convertible or. Because you really, when you're in a Jeep and you're driving, you can't hear shit anyway. Right. So you you need something that, like, cuts through Mm -hmm. that's anthemic. Yep. And and this works for that. But am I going to casually play the Union Underground? Probably not. No. This lives for cars. Jenny said it best. Ah, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes, yes. All right. Up next. Oh, how respectful of our time. Oh, oh, crap. Uh, very respectful of our time. This album comes in at a tight 3408. Holy shit. I know. <laughs> cooks. Yeah. It does cook. Listen, you can run all your errands in your Jeep if you need to. Man, we're going to hit Grash It for an hour. We're listening to Union Underground twice. That's right. <laughs> just let it, just let that CD cycle back. But once we finish it, bro, I've got to go home, man. Mom will be pissed. Dude, your mom is so mad when she gets mad. You're right. (laughs) Your mom has emotions, dude. Dude. Hey, I know it, but she's my mom, and I love her. Sorry, didn't mean to cross the line. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I just just wanted to say, like, your mom, like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, she's mad. But, I mean, like, we love her. I mean, like, not as much as my own mom. As rightfully so. Your mom has like huge emotions, dude. You know what? It's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> it's fine. 
fine. My mom's fine. <laughs> Do you need us to drop you off now? No, I'm fine. Just put on a fucking trip with Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Up next, we've got Bitter. All I see is everything in this world. I My hand is out the window. I'm doing the wave thing. Oh, yeah. I'm having a great time. This is a good summer. We're seniors this year. We've got to make it happen. This is our year. right lauren uh i got mainly manson and zombie rob zombie vibes um, I, I didn't mean like corn s oh you meant corny yeah um the, I, I will be i will be a bit of man i uh, i i guess i guess it is this whole album seems to be about the drug issues that have plagued this guy and this song seems to be him basically saying, like, I could be upset about the people and events that put me in this place, but instead I've decided to better myself. I won't be a bitter man. I'll be a better man, which I guess is corny. It's it's the way that sincerity and earnestness can be corny. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that that was the subject matter, which... That's my which, best guess, because songmeanings.com, not helpful. Oh, I don't know. You don't think Darkened Rose was correct? Uh, Darkened Rose says, to me, this meaning seems pretty basic. We created a world where everything is controlled. There is no freedom. By killing oneself, he hopes to escape these constraints. I don't think that's what this song was about. <laughs> I think no, you're no. projecting Darkened Rose, and I think you're okay. I hope you're okay. I hope you're okay, and I hope you get the help that you need. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, that is a misreading. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I thought it had a decent chorus, but, I mean, it makes sense as a track 10. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're coming yeah. to the true station of the yeah. Union Underground. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, thoughts on Bitter? Uh, I thought it was pretty cheesy. Okay. I, yeah, I, like, I hope he's all right, but I mm-hmm. was like... The better man, bitter man thing. I was like, did you just like notice that it was like 
one vowel off and you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I was like, I got it. But I can totally uh, I'm going back to this this fucking guy in his garage. I can imagine him listening to that and being like, yeah, I'm going to be a better man, not a bitter man. And then I would have been like, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. It's well, no, it's not. It's a great thing, but yeah, but it though. It's I. I see what you mean, though, Matt. Yeah, it is. It is a corny, earnest sentiment, but it's tough being earnest. Period. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I'm now just associating this music with my friend's <laughs> ex, and so being any trapped feeling, in a topaz. Yeah, any. Any feeling I have since ever, any feeling I've expressed since I realized that and through the end of the album can not be taken to well, heart. Too well, much. don't worry. Lauren's got room in his Jeep and my T-tops are in the back seat. So, OK, if you need to get out of that tow pass. Thank you. you Thank ride you. with us. <laughs> yes. We're hitting up Crash It. All right. I'll go with you guys. Uh, all right. We've got one song left and it is called The Friend Song. <laughs> so good and then they did that part yeah i i think this might be my favorite song on the album though yeah yeah it's just got i mean i know we've been talking about driving but it just keeps driving through the riff is kind of cool and fun yeah i have a kind of a helicopter's feel in a way like a just kind of straight ahead rock song Mm -hmm. like no bullshit but then they got to that chorus, and I was like, well, the helicopters would never do that. What's well, funny? Would never. never do that. They would never do that, you fucking idiot. <laughs> hey, the Union <laughs> Underground. The helicopters would never do that. I'm so upset. <laughs> I, uh, I got two other bands. Um, uh, you might be familiar with them. One is a Nirvana, Negative Creep, and the other is actually Foo Fighters. I couldn't remember the song, and I could have looked it up, but I just never got around to it. But it's on the first Foo Fighters album. It sounded like a mix of the negative creep riff with the chorus of that Foo Fighters song. It was very weird, but I liked it. And I also like the chorus of, I'll be the one, fuck you for fun, this song is dumb. Okay. That's one way to go out. Probably one of my favorites on the album. I think... uh, I think it's tough to top the chorus of South Texas Death Ride, though. That's that's my uh, 
That's my main favorite, I think, on the album. And that's the last song. Wow. Cannon talk. Jenny, why don't we start with you? Sure. This album wasn't for me. Uh, and there were a couple songs on it that I thought were catchy. And I could see why people liked these songs and where they had their place but there wasn't uh there wasn't like a bodies to me on this there wasn't anything that i heard on it that felt like it stood out in a way that was like special enough to be put in the canon um i i wouldn't put anything in there um but it's not like a absolutely not type of feeling it's just nothing really Nothing really resonated with me or stuck with me. And that's not like my only criteria, but like I didn't I didn't hear anything on here that I would be like, you gotta hear this. Uh what did you think, Lauren? Uh, you know, these guys are having a party. Uh we have some new metal with touches of butt rock, alt metal, and industrial metal. It's made for Jeeps, auto shops, and parties. Mm-hmm. Solid but inessential. Surprised that they don't have ten of these albums. So I would say, yeah, nothing for the canon. Matt Nas? I think you guys summed it up. I Not a ton of new. I think it's a little top-heavy with the new and then kind of dissipates into more of the just drive and rock, butt rock, Alice in Chains route. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice. I mean, I liked Drivel, South Texas Death Ride, and Turn Me On, De- Mr. Dead Man. But as you said, I don't think it's essential. There you have it. Union Underground. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot their name. I forgot their name. We've been talking about it all episode. Uh, yeah. I, you. I, I, that's, that's what I get for not having the, the uh, liner notes in front of me. The Union Underground, not in the canon, but an enjoyable listen. Uh, I believe this was recommended to us, like, I don't know. 145 episodes ago so mm-hmm. glad we got I around mean, to it uh, but i will tell you this i'll be mm-hmm. uh over in a little bit in my camaro oh yeah Lauren. oh yeah tear up this town man i think we just leave tread marks everywhere just like burnt rubber on every road dude i'm just, gonna chirp them in every gear i can you my know, tracker broke down a while ago, <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody could swing by and pick me up, I'd appreciate it. You got it, it Jenny. We're going to light this town up. <laughs> We're going to. It's going to get wild. We should get wine. some wine coolers. I mm-hmm. mean, it's going to be a wild night. It's going to be Give a wild night. a spritzer. Ah, uh, yes. That is it for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to Roach Coach Online. Roach Coach on Facebook, Roach Coach on Instagram, Roach Coach on Twitter. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Is there a band that you really want us to do that we haven't done yet? And you're like, guys, get your heads out your asses. Do this band. Let us know. Let us know. Be nice about it. I know I gave a really aggressive example, but be nice about it. <laughs> hey, fuck faces. Hey. Get your head. Out of your butthole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good so. cue. <laughs> Great. I'm trying. It's not easy to get your head in your butthole. Don't even get me started on getting it out of your butthole. That's right. <laughs> it's a lot of work. A lot of years I, getting my head up my ass. I don't know how I'm going to take a laxative up there. <laughs> 
shoot it into my veins. I thought you were going to say pee hole for oh. no reason. Oh, my Can God. Put that laxative in my pee hole. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want the most pain a human's ever had. <laughs> I like that we saved running off the rails into the end of yeah, the Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you had to get laxatives put in your pee hole and then you pooped your own head out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Holy goodbye, crew world! Wow! <laughs> and then you flush oh. yourself down oh, the toilet. Yeah, that wouldn't be great. Oh man! So Roach Coach Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the show. Come on, send us those emails. We want to get them. Oh man! Next week, another band we have never reviewed on the show before. Your hint, Jenny pointed out. These are some babies. These are some babies. We're gonna they be talking are about young. It's a yes. young band. Okay. Very, <laughs> very young. Like, like alarmingly young. They may have needed. Uh, they may have needed a note from their mother to go to get those chunks to out there to the studio. Yeah. So very excited to talk about those guys. So until next time, Jenny. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Sounds uncertain.